to our Living Hope podcast by Cornerstone Bible Church here in Glendora, California. My name is Candice, and this is week five of our Living Hope series. Today, we will dive into a passage in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, focusing on how disappointments can actually be breadcrumbs that lead us back into fellowship with Jesus when we've gotten a little distracted. And I can tell you after a very full season where I felt stretched to spend quality time with God in my day, when I finally carved out time to reconnect with him without rushing, he brought me to the gospel of Luke. And this is where Martha opens her home to him, but then spends very little time with him. Instead, she busies herself with serving and being hospitable, which are not bad things in and of themselves. But meanwhile, her sister Mary sits at the Lord's feet listening to him and this reminds me of a quote by john ortberg saying hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our day and i'm already encouraged by this and i'm excited to dive into the word with you so let's get started let's start out by praying jesus thank you for this time and this space Thank you that you've made avenues for us to connect in this way and to learn about your word together. Lord, I pray that you would bless this time, that we would grow to more deeply know you and develop a hunger for you in our lives and in our hearts. Please guide the words that I speak. Let me say nothing more or less than you want me to, Holy Spirit. You must become greater. I must become less. Give us open hearts and ears to hear what you are teaching us in your word, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's start out by reading the passage. I'll be reading from the New International Version, and it's in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, beginning with verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Jesus, thank you for your word. Please reveal to us what you're teaching, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, now we'll dive in to dissecting the passage a bit more. And I love the opening verse because Jesus is traveling around and people have heard about him and are excited to meet the potential savior of Israel. And of course, everyone wants a little t- a bit a little bit of his time. And so Martha invites him into her home, and that's great. And 
he immediately what's immediately evident here is jesus does not reject the invitation he has time he makes time it always amazes me to see jesus make time for people regardless of where he is headed he never seems to be rushing and i can tell you i rush a lot i feel like i'm always trying to do everything fast whether i'm driving running working reading i'm trying to skim i'm trying to do everything as fast as possible i don't feel like i have enough time but yet the maker of the universe who has very specific plans in his time on earth he has time to stop at martha's house and jesus comes in and perhaps more people are there but they mainly focus on martha's sister mary is specifically noted as sitting at his feet listening to him and I kind of wonder, how many times do I come to Jesus with requests and not just listening? You know? Something to think about. Are we just being his friend, his child, his servant? Or are we just hoping that he'll come through for us and we only have requests and we don't spend any time listening? In the ESV commentary, the writers note that at the Lord's feet is considered a disciple's proper place and that Jesus actually encouraged women to study the scriptures. And so he's invited Mary just to sit and listen and learn from him and be with him in this moment. And that's just a beautiful picture. And after seeing this, um, Luke highlights that Martha was instead distracted with preparations, which um, the English Standard Version translates as serving rather than preparation. So Martha is trying to be a good host. And she's become distracted with doing that. In her excitement to invite Jesus, she actually isn't spending time with him, which is which is odd. Um, but makes sense because she's trying to make sure that everything's perfect for his time with her. So she's preparing food maybe and serving it on her own. And Martha lodges a question at Jesus, asking if he cares that she is making all the preparations on her own. And how often do we wonder if God cares when something doesn't go our way, when we're disappointed by an outcome? And she asks him to tell her sister to help. And we ask God for specific things that we want him to come through on. And what if he does not yield to that request? Instead, in this scenario, Jesus explains to Martha that Mary, ha Mary has chosen to do what is better by listening to him. And it reminds me in Acts chapter 17, verse 25, Luke also writes this book and he says, and he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. And this lends to the fact that God does not require anything from us. He doesn't need our praise. He doesn't need our help to accomplish his tasks, but he has included us, and we're so happy to be a part of it when we're in fellowship with Jesus. But the main thing is our relationship with Jesus. And so Jesus shows that he cares, recognizing he acknowledges that Martha is worried and concerned with a number of things. But then he hones in and tells her, that only one thing is needed. And in some of the commentaries, they say that fellowship with the Lord is the one thing that endures from this life and into eternal life. There are many things that will not remain the same, but this is the one thing that remains, fellowship with the Lord. And some actually characterize it as listening or obedience to God is the one thing that is needed.
the one thing that endures. One of the cross references that's provided here is from King David back in Psalm 27, 4, saying, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. What a beautiful picture. What I want to do next is comb through the passage one more time and kind of intertwine the times. What's going on for Martha and what's going on for us in this passage today. Martha begins by inviting the Lord into her home. In a way, we still invite Jesus in when we accept his sacrifice for our sins. And the amazing thing is, he will come in just like he entered Martha's home. Then sitting at the Lord's feet, as Mary did, may not be a physical reality we can see right now, but we can certainly posture ourselves, kneeling or sitting as we spend time in God's word, humbly as a child and servant, but also as a friend, because Jesus has invited us to be that. Mary's hope and joy was in being with Jesus, not impressing him with works, asking him to answer all of her prayer requests. She simply listened to his teaching. And isn't that sweet? And just as Martha was being hospitable and serving while Jesus was in her home, we can busy ourselves doing the work of ministry. We may be volunteering on hospitality team, on the prayer team, on the worship team, in youth ministry, wherever we may be helping out at church and local missions, foreign missions. We're doing work to please the Lord. Or we're busy with our work, our marriage, dating, parenting, school, whatever it may be for you. And we do it with the intent of glorifying God and honoring God in all these aspects of our lives. But sometimes things don't go quite the way we ask the Lord for them to go, and we might get upset like Martha did. Sometimes we fall short at work, lose a job, Um, something's going wrong in our marriage, or if you're like me, a date doesn't work out. And parenting can be overwhelming or you don't perform how you'd like to in a school exam and you're disappointed. Can you ask God if he even cares about these things as Martha asked if Jesus even cared? And maybe like Martha, he might remind us to always choose fellowship with him like Mary. Because we worried ourselves with many things and Surely those things have to get done. We have to do those things, but we cannot do those things with an empty cup. We must fill ourselves to overflowing with our relationship and time with him in his word, learning, listening at his feet. And perhaps we've been guilty of focusing on the things of our lives rather than him as Martha was distracted by preparations. When The Savior of the world was sitting in her home at that very moment. In recent months, I've had some disappointments. Plans I made to move out fell through when my friends made other plans. And that made me really sad. And it really disappointed me. And I I questioned whether I was even meant to be here in the area and... Some of my friendships, the way they looked changed a little bit during 2020. Um, 
and I haven't performed as well as I'd want to at work. And, and I didn't finish my goal of recording music to share in 2020. Uh, and then there were racial injustices coming to the forefront that also disappointed me. And when I read through Luke 10, I realized part of the source of my disappointment was my hope in those moments was not in God. I was hoping in circumstances and other relationships and depending on things that were not God um, without really seeking God about it or bringing it to him. My hope was in an outcome and not in Jesus. In fact, I found it difficult to talk to Jesus when those things weren't going my way. Because I'd forgotten that I'd invited the maker of the universe in just like Martha did. But I, can I tell you what? Every time I was disappointed, it caused me to turn to God and ask why. Why are you letting things happen this way? Why are all my plans being thwarted? And like any good movie, now looking back, I started to look and see the disappointments as a blessing because I'm an optimist and I want to see the good in it. And I was disappointed and disheartened and I felt like my only friend was Jesus and I wanted to spend all my time in his word and in prayer as much as possible and to be honest maybe I got a little bit selfish with it because when I was spending all this time with God I I had decided when I joined Cornerstone back in April I'm gonna wait six months before I get involved in any volunteering or ministry and that was not quite God's plan. I, I wanted to take it slow, but a month in, I was invited to play on the worship team. And then a couple months later, I was invited to help out with worship at youth night. And here I am now being a part of this Bible study series. And my plans are not always in line with God's, but it's been a blessing to be poured out and to be an encouragement. Even when I've been disappointed and discouraged, God has come through and shown me that I do belong here right now. That I do have worth in this community and that even though my plans were not his for moving out and all those things that I had in my mind, that he still has a plan. And maybe I don't need to worry about all those things. Maybe I just need to respond when he's speaking and wherever he's leading. And I know as you're listening to this, it's been probably about a month since the riots at the Capitol. And when they happened, I remember being so disappointed and disheartened because as a black American, I could see how the response was just different. It was different and I could just see the racial injustice if it had been a group of black Americans that stormed into the Capitol that way and it made me sad but you know what I didn't even run to God in that moment at first until I work in a Christian workplace and my supervisor asked me hey we want to have a prayer meeting during our department meeting on Friday where can can you pray for our country and it was a weird moment because you know in that moment God is doing something that he wants you to bring everything that's happening to him he wants you to stop carrying it by yourself he wants to do something and he gave 
me and my coworkers and supervisors peace in that 20 minutes where we prayed for our country, for the pandemic, for our students. And everyone felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I walked out encouraged. And I was reminded exactly of what was happening in this passage. I was worried about many things. But only one thing was needed. To listen to God in that moment when he wanted me to pray for our country. And I asked him to give me the words to say. I didn't know exactly what to say. And he gave them. And it was an encouragement for all of us. And gave us peace moving forward that wouldn't have come if I didn't give it to him and I hope that as you think about what disappointments you've experienced that you'll remember to go to God because he wants you to come and sit at his feet bring your cares cast your anxieties on him and also listen to him because he's got a lot of amazing things to say Everything but Jesus is subject to change. Your fellowship with him can never be taken away and will last forever. That seems like a pretty amazing investment to me, to make time for him. Let every disappointment be a breadcrumb that leads you back into fellowship with him. He is the good shepherd and leads us to himself. And I think he answered Martha to let her know not to miss out on him. She... She wanted him to know him, and he wanted to know her, and he wanted to teach her in that moment to come to him and be with him. Father, thank you for this time and this reminder to spend time on the one thing that endures, which is our relationship with you. In any disappointment, may we depend on you and be assured that we still have the one thing that is needed, which is you and your word. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus. And in ever-changing circumstances, may we remain in you as you remain in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. That concludes our Bible study on disappointments. Let them be breadcrumbs that lead you back to God. Next week, Diane will take us through a passage focusing on perseverance. You can find out more about this study on our church's website, cbcglendora.org, and also in the show notes. Feel free to share this podcast with anyone who might be interested. Thank you for joining, and we'll see you next week.